Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Friday, right? Yeah, it's Friday. People are just waking up. They're looking to us to... To know what day it is. To know what day it is. We should really get on that. (laughs) It's hard when it's a short week. I never know what day it is. I think I've been holding it together pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, this this week's been a little different for us because we've been we haven't got up this early in a while. Yeah. Like since the spring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Before we moved. And then we, you know, we we get this this whole project, this whole new morning show on the on the roll on the go. And and it's right when like the sun stopped rising early in the morning. (laughs) It's pitch black out there. And uh, yeah, it's really, it's extra hard. But you know, we had, we had a discussion about this. um, I think that was just actually yesterday. Yeah. When you have something to wake up for, it's actually pretty easy to get up. (laughs) And literally yesterday I had a guy reach out to me um, about the podcast. He's like, I love it. I love everything you're doing. And he's like, and that's so cool. It's, it's kind of what I'm looking for because I'm always looking for that that reason to get up a little bit earlier, but I can't find that reason. So, um, and I'll be truthful, that's a big reason, a big part of why I started the Morning Show podcast because I know that I wanted everyone um, to be able to have something they could listen to first thing in the morning um, to, to motivate them, to inspire them. But at the same time, it's also to get my lazy ass out of bed. <laughs> and if we can be a part of uh, setting a new morning routine for you guys, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hopefully you're uh, setting that alarm clock and getting up with us. Yeah. This week we uh, we said that we were going to do our, our workouts either before or after the uh, the show starts. I think Gabby's going to do hers before, which I think she's crazy. Um, <laughs> but it, it's going to get me up so that I do my, my, my workout afterwards because uh, – yeah, lately it's been getting tough. Yeah. But this week we, we decided we're just going to kind of get it in the groove and set a routine and a habit first, and then we uh, then we get into that. So Definitely. Um, got a good show today. Uh, giveaway we're going to do. Might as well get that, uh, you know, let everyone know we're doing a giveaway every day. Every day, giving something away. Yeah. Not so this day, t- this day. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> We're doing a 30-minute free mentor call. Uh, we'll do that a little bit later, but uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll uh, get ready to call in, and we'll do a draw for a 30-minute free mentor call with myself or Gabby, whomever you choose. What do we got going on today? Well, today we're talking about the tenant move-out process. Yes, which we're actually dealing with today in real life. Yes. We have a move out today. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's it works out uh, really well, and, and we talked about that yesterday. That I think uh, we'll just kind of go with the flow, and and most of the topics are going to be related to what we have going on in our business on a day to day basis. Yeah, and like we have an idea of topics, and you know we do have guests lined up for future shows and that sort of thing. But for the most part, it's like kind of topic wise, it's like on the fly. What do we have going on? Let's talk about it. Yeah. So you'll hear us, you know, like today something might come up and we'll be like, oh, let's talk about that on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just like being able to kind of run with it and see where what you guys want to hear about and what we have kind of planned and Mm -hmm. just well, just like Eileen yesterday, she, you know, was asking about burrs. Um, Didn't quite have enough time to get into the whole crash course on burrs, but uh, we decided next week we're going to be talking about burrs. I uh, got a couple good guests lined up. Good guests, great guests lined up next Amazing. week. Um, so stay tuned for that as well. Um, so yeah, we'll get into the tenant move-up process here in a little bit. I um, just want to talk about you know what we had going on yesterday. I was just looking at my calendar yesterday. Yesterday was pretty busy. Yeah. Um, we went, um, oh, kitchen vanities were installed at our flip. Uh, yeah, the, the countertops for them. Quartz. <laughs> Bathroom vanities. Did uh, you say kitchen? Bathroom vanity countertops. Okay, we got this. You have wow. coffee? Yeah, we're, coffee. we're just as tired as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Bathroom vanity countertops. Yeah, the quartz was uh, was all installed. That was the last thing we were waiting on. 
Yeah, wish it was uh, would have been done earlier, but uh, actually the cleaners are also there this morning, bright and early as well, 8 a.m. The yep. place is getting cleaned up, so a little bit of a hectic push uh, for the end of the week here. Our contractor's actually just like in, going to be in the basement today. They're finishing some stuff up and yep. yeah. And so, then, uh, well, we got to go, we finished uh, grabbing a couple things yesterday. We got to grab some extra last minute supplies, like shower curtain rods mm-hmm. and uh what else do you grab you grab little knobs for the bifold yeah. doors that kind of stuff yeah. so just picking up little the little last little tidbits <laughs> last minute things um and then we went pending uh we got a pending offer uh, yeah i didn't even night. know <laughs> wayne told me this morning I was like, like oh, oh yeah great. by the way we're, uh, we're pending uh on an offer um so uh Home inspection will be sometime next week and our diligence. It's it's another condo, so we got to check out the condo fees as well. This is actually for a rent-to-own client, so they picked the property and uh, we put the offer on the house. So mm-hmm. pretty excited about that. They're excited. They went back and saw it again, and they said, "Yep, absolutely. Let's 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 make let's accept their counter offer." So that's awesome. that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's exciting when a tenant buyer gets to choose their property. Like this is the place that they want to live and they're excited about it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It can be harder, you know, selecting from existing properties and trying to make it fit within what they want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's fun times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, well, I was pretty much in meetings all day yesterday to be you honest. Were, yeah. I, uh, I went into the city with you and dropped you off and you said, yeah, come back in an hour. And like two and a half hours later, I was still waiting for you, <laughs> which is great. That's that's my life. That's these a days. sign of a good meeting too. Yeah, right? that's my life these days. It's literally just in and out of meetings. But yeah, it was nice to go into an in-person meeting because lately, or, or usually, I'm I'm just sitting at my desk. Yeah, either on a on a call or on a video meeting. So it's nice to get out and yeah, and put some pants on. Yeah, had a bunch of good uh, coaching calls this week too, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really good. Well, we did that promotion. Um, was it was it last week or this week? It was last week, and then we had a bunch of uh, people book follow-up calls this week. Yeah. So that was pretty good. It's exciting. Got to meet some new people. That was good. And um, lots of growth. Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we get into our topic? Yeah, I think it's a good start. I am I am extra tired this morning. Are I you? am sorry, everyone. I'm just gonna I'm gonna down this coffee super fast <laughs> and just burn my throat. Yeah, chug, chug, chug. Mm. It's coffee, folks, in case you just tuned in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's gonna I think it's gonna be weird tomorrow. Um, not having to get up for the show, and and Julie here, she she put a message here on uh, on Podbean on the app, and she said I'm gonna miss hearing you guys when I'm on my way to work tomorrow. But I there's like 105 other episodes you can listen to, <laughs> uh, but from the past, from Real Estate Investor Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but mind you, there's not a whole lot of Gabby in those in those episodes. So. Yeah, you won't hear me. But uh, you know, it's actually um, oh, I shouldn't say this out loud because then it'll have to happen. What? Well, there is something else that I'm planning in the future. <laughs> uh huh. Do I know about it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well about to, you might, you're about surprised. to find out. Uh, in the future, uh, because yeah, it's you know, if we're going to do Monday to Friday, I, I thought a lot about doing every day, but then that's a huge commitment. If I ever have a late night or a rough sleep, I need to know that I have one day in the week that I can sleep until seven. <laughs> um, but one other idea that I had that I think I'm going to turn into something at some point is on the weekend, either Saturday or Sunday morning at like maybe 9 a.m. So everybody can sleep in a little bit. I'm thinking about doing a free mastermind where everyone can join in and we can do a mastermind as well. If that's something you guys are interested in. I've never been a part. I've never done a mastermind. A true mastermind. A true mastermind. No, I've never done one. I've never done one. Um, I've always done coaching mentorship, but I've never done a mastermind. So, but a lot of people have, uh, but have asked that for that you do mastermind. So I know mm-hmm. you run, you, I facilitate you, them know, for women, you facilitate, yeah. you know how to run a mastermind. So I thought about doing something like that as well. Just again, to get people up and give you a couple extra hours of sleep, but, um, it gets my ass out of bed. Right. Yeah. I find that on weekends, I am a lazy son of a bitch. Yeah. If I don't have a reason to get up and I don't have anything to go and do, I will get up. I will make a coffee. I will go sit on the couch and then that'll turn into laying on the couch 
And then I'm just like, I'm a... Yeah, you just kind of sink into it and then it's hard to find the motivation to do anything. Right. Yeah. I miss my old job. I re- that's that's when I that's the only time I miss my old job, because when at my old job there was always an opportunity for like for for weekend work, <laughs> and I used to love it because hey Wayne do you want to come in for a quick job on Saturday or a quick job on Sunday and there were always minimum four hour call out, um, which is which is fantastic as well, um, but it would normally be like a hey leave at six a.m. or leave at seven a.m. and you got a quick little you know yeah. uh, inspection to go and do and then you come, and I'm home by like eight thirty nine yeah some, maybe ten. But, then you're up. But you're the up. fact that I got up, I brushed my teeth, I washed my face. Sometimes I had a shower. <laughs> it got me up and got me moving. And then when I came home at 8, 9, 10 o'clock, I'm ready to go. You yeah. guys are still sitting on the couch, but I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, let's go do something. Let's go to the zoo in Calgary three hours away. I don't know. I mean, just like I was just so motivated. But when I didn't have any work and, and these days, man, I'm just – so lazy. So I think that would be a really great idea. Um, if if not for you guys, then for me. <laughs> Please, someone show up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, something in the future. Uh, next couple of weeks, uh, stay tuned for that. Um, all right, let's get into this tenant move out process thing. Um, right. Like you said, appropriately, we have a tenant moving out in about yeah. six one hours. One o'clock, I'm meeting them. Seven hours. Seven hours from now. So you're yeah. meeting them. Oh, you're meeting them. Yeah, I got I got meetings. Yep. Um, <laughs> I normally meet them. <laughs> yeah, this tenant was was fantastic for five years. We, yeah, actually, I, I had to look back because I went to print off the uh, walk-in inspection the, uh, last night and realized that, um, to, well, I was looking at the date of the move-in and it was August 2017, so just over four years. Okay. Yeah, but one of our best tenants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's been with us for four years. She's on a main floor suite with her kids. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we had very little problems with, you know, the downstairs tenants and stuff, you know, occasionally, um, you know, you have your stuff, but Mm -hmm. like for a, a main floor and basement tenant situation, like, yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. She kept that place, um, compared to others, she, you know, other or sweet properties that we have. Um, that one there never gave us any trouble. Yeah. And that one there, truthfully, is probably the least soundproofed property that we have. Yeah, for sure. Um, as far as like if we're ever going to get complaints, it, it would have been in that one. Yeah. And for some reason, I think it was just her. She was just really respectful. Yeah. Um, no issues whatsoever. So um, sad to see her go, but um, yeah. we're going to be doing the move out process. And, and a lot of people ask about the move out process. And a lot of people ask about, you know, uh, what's my checklist? You know, when do I go in to to check it out? Should I go in advance? You know, to see if it's damaged. Um, when should they move out? What day? What time? You know, so that maybe you can make a seamless transition. You know, with the new tenant moving in. Um, what about if things need to be repaired? What if there's there is things need to be repaired and you've been putting it off? How do you line that up again? So to you know limits the amount of time in between the next person moving in. You don't want to just have someone moving in, say on the first, and then having to call in a crew on the fifth and you're not be able you won't be able to fill that suite for a month. So you, you lose a month. Yeah. Right? Vacancy. Yeah. Um and then what about like dealing with hostile tenants? Yeah. In the move out process. Cause this um it I'm surprised. I I will say I'm a little surprised that you were you didn't give me any grief about not coming today. Uh, but in the past, you would have given me a lot of. You know what? I only, I've only ever sent you to do walkout inspections or asked you to come with me when it has been a hostile situation, which has only been a few times. <clears throat> we had some bad luck when we started out. You know, you're not an expert in picking the right tenants. Whoa. <laughs> no, sorry, not you. Shots I mean, fired. No, 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 no. I didn't mean you specifically. I mean people getting started in real estate investing. Yeah. Okay. So when you're, when you're new and uh, you know, you're filling your first vacancies, uh, you might not know all the red flags to look out for and all Mm. the proper things to do. And, you know, although we had done all our research and read the act and like done all that stuff, there's still an aspect of just like that gut check and, you know, all those types of things that we might've overlooked. So we had some bad tenants right off the bat when we started investing and, 
so there was that aspect of um, hostility as they were moving out, as well as, you know, it being a new process. And so those were really the only times that I got you involved is, you know, when there's uncomfortable situations, because I get anxiety. Uh, uh, sorry, not like I'm not an anxious person in general, but like when it's a hostile situation, I don't like the confrontation. Room and you don't have. Yeah. yeah. And also sometimes, you know, like as women, unfortunately, it's just a fact that we need to be conscious of, you know, where we are alone with people and those sorts of things. So if I've ever felt uncomfortable, you know, with a male tenant or that type yeah. of thing, you know, those are the situations where I've sent you in. But like, you know, this is one of our best tenants. I've seen her and and had interactions with her tons over the past four years. I have zero issues going and doing that move out inspection on my own. Why do you, what, what made um, those previous tenants hostile? What made the situation um, uncomfortable because, you know, they could be or they were hostile? Oh, seems like a long time ago. Um, well, what could make the situation, you know, uncomfortable? Um, if they're moving out early and they're being charged. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Help damages. me out. You're putting me on the spot. Damages. damages. Yeah. yeah. There's damages, known damages. Yeah. If they're behind on rent. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, all of our communications are done through email. Mm -hmm. And. Um, Which has we, its pros and its cons. <clears throat> well, they don't, they don't like that. Yeah. They want, I want to call. I want to text you. No, just get on the phone with me. Let's yeah. just work this out. But we are by the book. There are rules and we follow the rules and the and we have systems and procedures and we follow the procedures as much as we can. Yeah. Um, so that everything, all of our decisions are systematic. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to think about the email that we're writing them. We don't have to think about should we allow them to pay a little bit later? Everything is by the book. And that makes our decision-making process a lot faster. And that allows us, it allows us to not eat up our energy. Yeah. Because I promise you, even just one tenant um, not paying on time or arguing about something that needs to get repaired or that they didn't damage will eat up your energy. They're in your head. They are with you in the shower because you're having conversations with them <laughs> in the shower. They're on your walk. They're on your drive. They are eating away at you. Yeah. So if it's, if your decisions are made beforehand. You know you how you're going to deal with this situation. You know situation. exactly how you're yeah. going to deal with it. And that enables you to be able to work on the things that are most important, like your family, like your job and your growth. And that's, and that's treating this as a business. 100%. Yeah. It's a business. You follow the rules, you do things by the book, and then you can carry on with your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, the, those are some of the examples of, of ways that, so when, when you treat it like a business, people don't, they, they. It uh, takes a little bit of the human um, touch mm -hmm. out of it. And they don't like that. Yeah. And which can also be good and bad for us as well, because, you know, like uh, a simple email, you know, just stating something quickly or sending a quick reminder can be taken offensively when yes. it was had zero intention of being an, uh, an offensive comment, right? Yeah. So it can, yeah, it can get things lost in translation, mm -hmm. but by far has been the best or one of the best things that we've implemented because it's like streamlined. We don't have tenants calling us. We don't have tenants texting us. We don't mm -hmm. have tenants Facebook messaging us. Like it is all through email and we actually have a communications agreement stating yeah. that it's all through email and we have a wonderful um, assistant too, <laughs> yeah. to help with those emails and stuff as well. So yeah, she is by the book. Yeah. Um, and then it allows us to save face a little bit because if there ever is an issue, um, then, and we need to get on the phone, then we're on the phone yeah. and not, and not our assistant. Our assistant is by the book. And then if it ever gets a situation where like, uh Oh, we need to go in there and, and smooth this over a little bit and bring a coffee card or something along those lines, then we're able to make that call. So, um, if we were at the front line then, and having all those discussions, it would be very difficult for us to be the, by the book, stern, assertive. Um, so it, it adds a layer of separation and, and, and gives us a, 
um, a backdoor in order to to solve a problem. So it's yeah. it's, it's a really good dynamic, and uh, we love it. And um, so yeah, that's that's ultimately how situations become can become a little a little uncomfortable. Um, tenants, man, they they love to they love the to ask you the questions like, so you're saying if I don't pay the rent, you're going to kick me out? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> So you're saying because I'm not paying you to the 14th, you know, you're charging me a late penalty? Yes. 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 What part of that don't you understand? Just because you asked it, you formed it in a question doesn't mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you get those messages and then you show up, you just like you get all tense and you're like, uh oh, I mean, this is going to be bad. You know that you do the final walkout inspection. You know, they're not going to like it. Yeah. Right. So in, in some cases, you might go down there ahead of time. And this isn't necessarily on an eviction or a late rent situation. You know, just if if you know that they were not the cleanest people and you know that, you know, they, they did some damages and there's some scuffs in the walls and stuff like that, you're anticipating the fact that you're going to fill out that walkout inspection and you're going to be checking these things off, right? Yeah. And well, yeah, and that's something that I was – so, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was kind of how to make that transition seamless mm -hmm. And so that feeds into that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So there's some th certain things that you can put in place to help, um, you know, not walk in there and have surprises and be like, oh my God, we need a handyman. We need cleaners. What are we going to do? A new tenant's moving in tomorrow. Right. Like none of it should come as a shock. Yeah. And also you should also have systems in place letting the tenant know what the expectations are and that sort of thing. So yes. Um, like Wayne just either said or was getting to was like doing a pre-inspection. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether it be that you're in there in the last 30 days doing viewings, that might be the time when you're, you know, looking around and seeing, oh, God, this place is filthy or, oh, the, there's some gouges in the wall that need to be definitely repaired or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be. You're taking pictures, taking mental notes and writing that down so that that can be communicated First off, it could be yeah. communicated to the tenant. These things are noted and make sure they're taken care of. But also, if it's clear that you're going to need a handyman or you're like, there's no way they're going to clean this up to my standard, yeah. then you have your cleaner lined up. That or, um, well, when you send out that email letting them yeah. know what's going on, yeah. um, what you do, what we do is we have a, a cleaning checklist. Yeah. Yeah, so we have our, like, whatever we discover in the property leading up to that, we have our assistant send out a cleaning checklist, as well as, you know, no, what was noted. So if there's, you know, repairs that are going to be done, and if you are doing those repairs yourself, you know, make sure this, 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 and this, and that it's highly recommended, you know, like, if mm -hmm. you can tell that it's super dirty, we highly recommend hiring a professional cleaner. Cleaning charges are the number one thing taken off of damage deposits. We want to make sure you get your full deposit back. Yep. Um, and in order to to do that, we really recommend you hire a professional cleaner. We give recommendations, yep. you know, all those types of things. So and, just making and your expectations. recommend that they give the cleaner that checklist. Yes. Here's our expectations. Yeah. So the, uh, if you're cleaning yourself, this checklist will help make sure that everything is touched. If you're get, hiring someone in, please give them this checklist. These are our expectations. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so there's, you know, those certain things that you can put in place, set the expectations, make them clear so that they're not surprised and you're not surprised when you get there on the last day of the month. Right. Yeah. What about like pre, uh, what about pre-showing? the suite or the the property to new tenants yeah um before so let's say you wanted to have Line a new tenant up. lined up yeah. for the the same day or the next day yeah um how maybe talk about how you go about doing that yeah well in alberta uh we are allowed to show the suite within the last 30 days of the tenancy uh so if they're moving out October 31st, on October 1st, you can start showing the suite. Yes. Uh, unless they agree uh, otherwise to allow you in even earlier than that. You know, if Get they've given writing. you two months notice and you say, do you mind if we start showing the suite? And they say, yep, then go for it. Yeah. But, um, you know, by law, you can start doing it 30 days. So the thing here is that you still need to give proper notice. You still need to be respectful of their, you know, their 
time and space and all that kind of stuff. So you can't just be walking people through, you know, daily because <laughs> that would really make things awkward for for your move out yeah and really start pissing them off but um yeah so you have those 30 days so i start i usually start advertising you know a few days before the before that 30 day period just to start getting people lined up mm -hmm. i also we let the tenant know you know we're going to start showing the suite we're only going to bring qualified very interested prospects <clears> through <throat> Um, and especially in times of COVID, you know, this new landscape yes. that we're in, we, we do a lot more pre-screening and qualifying. We actually, when we were kind of in the thick of it, we would make them fill out an application form prior to viewing and making sure like you've seen the walkthrough video, you're very interested. Yeah. And we were only bringing a select few people through and our t our existing tenants really appreciated that right. they were and we told we were very clear and said you know we're limiting you know the amount of people we bring through or being respectful of you know the situation and and your space and all that kind of stuff so uh that's worked out well for us mm -hmm. did, you, did you want to cover kind of anything else on that topic of that last 30 days well um yeah i, I a lot of people ask you know because uneducated landlords and uneducated tenants <clears throat> You know, I see these questions a lot on different um, landlord groups that we're a part of on social mm -hmm. media. And, and landlords will say, for example, my tenant won't let me show the suite. They say that I can't because it's COVID. Or my tenant won't let me show the suite. What what can I do? Or when can I start showing it? Mm -hmm. And tenants believe that, you know, you are are not able to. So... Um, I think I'm glad we touched on that for Alberta. I don't know what the rules are for Ontario. If you do, when you're listening, you know, feel free to, uh, you know, send us a message there on Podbean or on Facebook Live. Um, uh, can I just insert myself here? Sure. So you just said, you know, if my tenant says you're not allowed to or, or you know, those types of things. Another great thing to do is when you send that initial email saying that I'm we're going to be starting to show the property. Or many other topics, if you're letting them know that something's going to happen, a great thing to do is to reference the act yeah. and say, you know, like, uh, just a heads up or, you know, entering the last 30 days of your tenancy. As per the act, this is the time frame when we're available to you start bringing tenants in. Not so bad, if you, not bad. If I thought you, that was going to be abrasive. I thought the way you worded that was going to be abrasive, but that, that was actually pretty... That wasn't... Yeah, make it soft, make yeah. it gentle, you know, but, you know, as per, this is our time frame, so we're going to start advertising and mm -hmm. bringing people through. So it's all in, it's all in, yeah, how you deliver it as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then it kind of shuts them down. They're like, oh, as per the act, okay, they know what they're talking about. Right. Like, so if I don't agree with this, I better go look it up and, and figure out what my rights are. Yes. And then they come back educated instead of just you can't do that, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And that can go to uh, as well with so many other topics, uh, just, you know, referencing back to the act, you know, these, this is my obligations. These are what I'm able to do as per the act. And mm -hmm. yeah, so many uneducated tenants and landlords. So it, it goes both way. Make sure you know the act. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then as far as like lining them up, I think that's where you were heading in the direction as, you know, one person's moving out is the next person moving in you know does one person move out at 12 noon and the next person moves in at 12 noon oh man on I the see same day so much. or is it like move out on the last day month move in on the first of the month you know how there's so many different ways you can do it how we do it is have them our existing tenant tenancy ends on the last day of the month and our new tenancy ends on the first day of the month so we essentially have a 24-hour period in between tenants I've never agreed with it. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I've never agreed with it because I can't for the life of me try and figure out how someone, where someone is going to go between the hours of October 31st at 12 p.m. to November 1st at 12 p.m. Where, where are they, where are they, are they living in the, in the storage container where they put all their, their couches <laughs> and stuff? Like I've never understood it um, until I realized that we just put our lease to end on that date. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we, that's just what it says. Now, what we actually do is completely separate, right? So meaning we have it that way. The expectation is for the tenant to find something 
for 12 p.m. on the on the 31st. Okay, if they come back to us and say, "Hey, the soonest we can get is the first, then we have a little bit of wiggle room. But it's it's our decision to make. But why do you choose the 31st? I've never understood it. Actually, I've never asked. <laughs> to be honest, I just keep myself out of it. Yeah. Um, so initially that's just what I saw. That's how I saw Lisa's ending and Lisa's starting and went with it, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, you have a period of time, like, could you imagine if you had somebody move out at, at 12 on the first, they've left it a mess, there's repairs needed, you know, all that kind of stuff, or even just like a quick little clean, like, oh, this is not up to my standard. I would never give this to another tenant like this. I need to, you know, sweep up, wipe up, like those types of things. Yeah. But then imagine like the other tenant is out front with their U-Haul truck waiting to move in. Right. Like you have no time to do anything. Of course, like personally, you know, we don't do any of our own cleaning, our own, you know, uh, fixes anymore. We used to when we right. got started, but we're at a point where we hire that out now. So, you know, if it's a surprise to you that it's left dirty or that a handyman is needed, then um, you're SOL. Yeah. But if you've done your pre-inspection and all that kind of stuff, and maybe you've already lined up a handyman or a cleaner, you have a 24-hour period where you mm -hmm. can get that done. That's for us, but what about them? So for them, it rarely comes up. Usually that, that's probably why I haven't asked because yeah, honestly, it's, it's never come up as an never issue. Almost never an issue. Almost never. It, it has, it is occasionally. And Recently we had one, yeah. Yeah. But that's the other thing is that we need to be really clear in our communications <clears> because <throat> um, when it has become an issue has been that they, they didn't even realize that it ends on the last day of the month. So they didn't even pull up the lease. And yeah. so, and that becomes another thing of like, you know, making sure that you're in touch on that last 30 days of your lease. Remind, mm -hmm. Hey, just to, you know, we're coming up on the end of your lease on, you know, Friday. Well, in this case, we're in a different situation today, but yeah. say her lease was ending today. We have, you know, your lease end is coming up on Friday, October 15th at 12 PM. And, uh, you know, like ha reiterating that it's the last day of their lease. So in that in I guess we could say October 31st, whatever day of the week that would be Sunday. And, uh, and making sure that they know, and if they hadn't realized that it's coming up on the 31st and not November 1st, that's sometimes when it does become the issue. And they're like, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And so what I, I have- I hate those questions. Yeah. I hate those questions. <laughs> not my problem, yours though. <laughs> Figured why, out. <laughs> why are you asking me? Yeah. So, but what, what I've seen people do is often they have early access to their new property and it's just a non-issue. So a yes. lot of the time, maybe, um, you know, the new landlord has had a vacancy for a month and yeah. the place is empty and they're like, move in whenever you want type yeah. of thing. So that happens very often, actually. And the other thing that uh, the solution that they've made is hire the truck, fill it up, put a lock on it, <clears throat> go stay either in a hotel or at a friend's house overnight. And in the morning you go and you, you know, move into your next place. Yeah. So um, it's not ideal. Nobody ever wants to kind of leave your stuff out in a U-Haul with a padlock on it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a target for getting your stuff stolen. But, uh, you know, those are probably the two solutions that that I've seen. I've, I've seen some other um, investors talk about ending their lease on the 25th or mm -hmm. like the 26th. Again, same same thought process. Like yeah. I can't understand why that would work. But I get for some how, reason it's working. Well, I get how it's how it's <laughs> extremely beneficial for the landlord, but I personally could just never do that for my tenants. Like I think there's so many rare circumstances where practical. they would have, you know, a solution for a full five days. Yeah. You know, if I'm asking them for one day to put their stuff in a U-Haul, that's one thing. But, you know, if they don't have a place for the next five days, that's, I can see it becoming an issue more. Yeah. Um, we got a few people saying hello on Facebook Live. Hi, Janet. And and Julie said hello here as well. Hello, hello. Um, Al actually has a question on uh, Facebook. Do you want to, you want to answer it? Sure. Okay. I can't see it. You're gonna have to tell me what it is. Okay. Surprise. <laughs> um, I've always been curious about damage deposits. Do you keep damage deposits in savings, or do you invest them somehow? 
by law, it's supposed to be in a tax uh, interest-bearing savings account. Yes. So, uh, I mean, Alberta, again, <clears throat> I don't know the law. We don't invest outside of Alberta, so yeah. I can't ever speak to that. I don't look into it at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, needs to be in an interest-bearing uh, savings account. Yes. So is- I've never, ever <clears throat> heard of or seen a situation where they're like, prove it. But, you know, where we follow, we follow the act, we do things as we're supposed to. I have seen, I don't think it was our tenants, but I have seen it somewhere where, where tenants were saying that they wanted to see proof that it was sitting in a savings account. They're just spending it. <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter as long as you get it back at the end. But yeah. by law, it is supposed well, to be. Well, that's the problem is that like... Money mismanagement happens everywhere. Not every landlord is, you know, trustworthy and doing things properly and yeah. stuff. So I 100% think that, you know, it's a legit rec- uh, requirement. And um, I don't know, like we've we've never deviated. So, yeah, that's yeah. my. <laughs> um, and the government of Alberta or is it the city of Edmonton? I, I can't remember. Alberta. Uh, they also have a set uh, minimum interest that the deposit is supposed to get but for the last however many years it's been zero percent yeah but in the past they would have um a minimum interest um that should be returned with the um with the damage with the deposit. deposit yeah but like i said for some reason it's just been zero percent for the for the longest time yeah well probably because <laughs> savings accounts yeah basically are a shit way to earn <laughs> um can i go off topic for a minute I guess as long as you're able to reel yourself back in, because I, I know how this goes. <laughs> I, Alice is cool. Thanks for the answers. Um, and and to the second part, no, we do not invest them. Um, uh, they oh, need yes. to stay in the account. Yeah. Uh, and he said, "I'm sorry for being rude." And then dot dot dot. Good morning. <laughs> so this is, this is something that I've struggled with for a while. Um, it, and Donna McGuire gives me shit for this all the time because like whenever I'm messaging people, I'm always on the go. I'm like, okay, I need this person to do this. I've got a big notepad full of all these different things. I got to contact this person, this person that get all these things in motion. And I'll just send people messages asking them to do things or like, Hey, can you follow up on this? Or Hey, how? And, but I never say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And I'm terrible for it. And, and Al says here, I'm sorry for being rude. Good morning. And it just reminded me, I'm like, man, I am such a terrible person. So I want to apologize to everyone that I message. I am working on it. I am working on it. He's um, trying to be better. I, I didn't know that was, I honestly, I didn't know that was rude. And I've been operating. Yeah, come on. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think, I said good morning when I started the show. Yeah. But, uh, but I, didn't, I didn't know there was etiquette for text messages. <laughs> And I've, I've been way behind and I'm um, so far on the other end of that. Like every message is carefully constructed to be like, hi, how are you doing? I hope everything's well, by the way, did you get a chance to look at that thing that I sent? Okay. Yeah. No worries. Whenever you get time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. I'm not like that. And I don't, I don't think it's not bad. And I don't have bad intentions. I don't do it on purpose. Even, um, uh, Calvin, Calvin, uh, you know, he sends us messages from time to time because we've been buying a lot of pro- putting offers on properties lately and he's so good at it. He, every time I you've get a message, mentioned, you've actually said this out loud. Damn it. He's really <laughs> good at that. Like everything is good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, every message starts with literally every message and I'm it's just a constant reminder that I need, really need to focus yeah. on that. You, yeah. You actually brought that up. You're like, he is so impressive. <laughs> I'm impressed. Um, Completely off topic, but it just, it was way too funny that Al, Al uh, corrected himself yeah. and apologized. <laughs> um, if anyone else has any questions about this or any experiences, please um, call in on Podbean or you can send your message on Podbean or you can send it on Facebook Live. Um, or, I mean, if you're listening to the recording of this, feel free to email us as well and, and ask mm-hmm. your questions and we can bring it up tomorrow or Monday and again in the future. Um, if you have any topics that you want us to cover, feel free to put in the message or email us. Um, the email is info at reimorningshow.com. Same thing. If you want to be a guest, send us an email. Um, if you want to sponsor the show, send us an email. Just send us an email. Um, what <laughs> Just other email us. Well, I was going to actually reel it back in right now. No, I, I was actually at no. one other thing. 
What? Well, I was talking about Podbean. I'm actually looking oh, at the screen okay. right now and I can see everyone and they're liking it and they're putting comments and stuff like that. But I've never noticed this whole heart system thing going on here on Podbean. So you can, you can, it's, it's like a digital currency. So you can, you can, maybe you got it on your phone. I think there's a certain amount of hearts that you can gift in okay. a certain period of time. But anyways, there's there's been some regular people coming on here and just just tossing us hearts. And I learned, I think I. Oh, learned you it. keep saying Julie. It's actually Kathleen. No. It's, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Kathleen. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm, I didn't even look. I didn't even look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's because the name is Julie Trust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm doing three things at the same time. I'm just reading names. I didn't see your uh, your your image there. Um, yeah, so the hearts are actually like a digital currency, and what it does, from what I understand, is it actually helps the ranking. So when there's live shows, the those who have the highest hearts uh, uh-huh. for their show accumulated, they will appear the highest on the ranking. So Heart I've been actually, <laughs> oh, here comes all the hearts. Um, <laughs> I've been watching just as the week progresses and I will see us, you know, slowly going higher and higher up on the, the live rankings for the shows that are live. So I just uh, sent a heart and now it's counting down from 300 seconds. Three, so one every 300 seconds. <laughs> Um, so anyways, uh, I appreciate if, uh, if, if you guys saw those hearts as well. Um, apparently that's the currency for, um, for ranking and, and on this, on this platform. That's cool. And I apologize, Kathleen and good, and good morning. Kathleen. (laughs) Can I pull us back into our topic? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Darn. Where was I going to go with it? Mm. Oh, okay. I remember. So we talked about, you know, what you can do in advance to, um, you know, make a smooth transition, but sometimes it doesn't always work out. Sometimes you've gone in, you've seen that there's damages, you've seen it's going to probably need extra cleaning, you've told the tenant, you've notified them, you know, to make sure this, 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 and done, hire the right people, you know, Mm -hmm. those types of things. But you go in there on the last day of the month and stuff is needed. You need the handyman, you need the cleaning. We just had this happen, Um, I think, end of July or end of August. Who? Uh, We had a basement uh, tenant move out. Oh, yeah. And yeah, oh, geez. Yeah. So there was, I mean, the cleaning was pretty good, but, but definitely I have very high standards for cleaning. I would never let somebody move into a place that I was like icky about. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then also there was repairs. Uh, they patched the walls, but didn't paint them. So there was a bunch of yeah. white painting that was needed to be done. So, we had a tenant moving in the next day. As I mentioned earlier, we don't do any of our own fixes or cleaning anymore. So, and I especially wasn't going to rush and try to get anything done in those, you know, last few hours that I had that evening and the next morning. So what we did is we had the tenant move in the next day. And on the inspection form, I noted that, you know, this painting was required, there was cleaning required in these areas, and apologized profusely that the previous tenant, you know, didn't properly do those things, and that we were going to have it taken care of. And don't worry, we'll have the handyman and the cleaner in within the next week, and actually asked her, would you prefer, you know, do you want me to give you a week to get settled in, or do you want me to get them in ASAP? And she said, give me a week to settle in, and then the following week, you can call in the cleaner and the handyman so made way more sense for her yeah so we did that and i and and she was grateful um we have an amazing handyman we have amazing cleaners so she was you know very happy with their work very happy with their communication and all that kind of stuff and done so how did you document that all though in order to ensure that yeah so our walk-in inspection probably noted all those things yeah so the walk-in inspection noted all those things and then once it was completed there was a follow-up email done stating basically like, okay, these have, these items have now been completed. Please acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her acknowledgement comes through. And then I just, I stole that away with the inspection report instead right. of marking it up, you know, in the inspection reports, you have such little space to write stuff. So I prefer to just kind of have things in addition to, which was that email communication stating that yeah. we both agreed it's been taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that was good. the f- that was actually the first time that I've I've done that that I've sent people in to to fix the place up after the new tenant moved in and it worked out really well. So if you're ever in that situation or if we are there again, I'll definitely do that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um 
And obviously the reason for documenting all that and having an email is that in the events that at the end of the tenancy, there is a dispute about cleanliness. They can't just be like, well, here's the walk-in inspection. And you know, this was, was dirty. dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to make sure just everything is all nicely organized. Everything, all communication is an email. So that way um, there's never any disputes because the he said, she said, and it doesn't work. But if you have emails and they don't, then, yeah. then you're solid. Good morning, Jay. Um what about uh well sorry did we did we mention the giveaway we talked about the giveaway um and we mentioned it earlier and no one has called in yet so if no one calls in no one's getting the free i thought that oh okay um well everyone who calls in is going to get entered into the draw so you got about 10 minutes 10 minutes if you want to call in and ask a question or thoughts um call in uh on the podbean app and uh, you'll be entered into the draw and if you're the only one you're gonna get a free 30 minute coaching call so that's pretty dope and I don't use the word dope loosely. You did it though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Back, back to the dope. topic. Um, okay. What about how, how, how do you, I want to go back to hostile tenants. Okay. How do you deal with a hostile tenant? You know, let's say for example, not necessarily an aggressive tenant. I'd say just bring a big stick. Um, <laughs> but what do you do when a tenant is disagreeing with your move-in inspection? Uh, like when you're there and yes. you're getting them to sign off on you're it? going through, um, you got your checklist, right? You got a clipboard, yeah. you're checking off this thing's dirty. Okay. You can see that. And this thing here, you know, there's a divot there, you know, it's bigger than this area that was not there checking off that. And you just basically walk through the whole house. Is that, is that basically yeah. how you do it? I yeah. haven't done this in a long time. So <laughs> I'm assuming that's how you do it. Yeah. And then from there. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, well, while you're doing that also be taking pictures. <laughs> so, um, pictures will be very important, especially if they're not agreeing with you. Yes. Uh, so take all of the pictures and, um, you know, at the end when you're getting them to sign off on it, they have two options. They can either agree with it or they can disagree with it and state their reasons why, yeah. or they can but say, they fuck sign. you and walk away and not sign it. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's a section at the bottom that yeah. it gives, it you gives them the option to say, yes, I agree. No, I do not agree. And then alternatively, they can just not sign, which is the exact same as, as not agreeing, not agreeing. Yeah. Um, it's not as if they're going to say, well, I was never there because you have all your documentation that said that this was, you know, when we were meeting, they agreed to it yeah. by email. And um, something that I've heard a lot of people do, which I haven't to date, but maybe we'll consider is, um, you know, when they're taking those pictures of, you know, what's going on to try to snap a picture of that the tenant is there as well. Um, I, don't think it I mean, you could. I know. But if they were to say I wasn't there, I didn't show up or, you know, whatever and try to. Well, it at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they're there yeah. or not, though. Like if they no show or if they're not there, then they have chosen to not be a part of it. And your inspection is your inspection. Exactly. They can disagree at all they want, but if they don't have proof, if they don't, you know. Yeah. yeah. If we want to get into technicalities, um, you are to provide, in Alberta, you are to provide two move out times. Yeah. Um, different days, different types of days, different times of day. Yeah. Um, so that, and that is all. And if they do not show up to either of them, um, or agree to either of them, then then you proceed as, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you're only obligated to provide two days, so like a Wednesday and a Saturday, um, just two separate days at two separate times because if they work at 3 p.m. in the afternoon or 2 p.m. in the afternoon, mm -hmm. um, that's not fair to them. So you got to be able to give them like a, a 2 p.m. and a 7 p.m. so that they have the ability to, to work around that. And um, again, if they don't show up, then they don't show up. That's not... Yeah. You know, it's not as if like, hey, man, I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, th then it just goes back to the walkout inspection and the pictures that you have provided. And that will be used uh, if there's any disputes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And so that covers, you know, what to do when when they don't agree with it. Um, we covered a lot of stuff today. Yeah. Did uh, we want to talk about uh, breaking leases, early move out requests? Yes. Yes. Um, one other thing I want to talk about before we got into that. Before we start winding down, um, the time of year for ending leases. Yeah. <clears throat> is there is there a, a perfect time to end a lease or is there a bad time to end your lease? Let's say, for example, you, you know, right now, what's what's the date today? October 15th, 15th. If, you know, we start advertising this and someone moves in for 
uh, November 1st. Do we want it to end on November 1st, the mm, lease end? Not ideally, no. Uh, you know, when you head into the fall and winter, A, you know, people don't want to move. So they're generally also looking for places to move in the, you know, spring, summer, maybe early, early fall. But when you start heading into these cold months, like it's a crappy time to move. Of course, there's always people moving. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember when we were renters, we once moved on New Year's Eve, which was like the crappiest, coldest, most depressing New Year's Eve ever. <laughs> but I remember it. And yeah. I do. <laughs> and we moved by ourselves. We didn't have any help or any movers or anything. But anyways, yeah. I digress. Um, so there's, you know, there's always going to be people moving, but your pool of prospective tenants decreases dramatically. Yeah. So, and that's know, because everyone else, the, all of their leases end between yeah. May and, and August. Yeah. I would even say March. Like, I'd go as early yeah. as I mean, March isn't ideal, but like, I'm okay with March. Yeah. But April, May, June, July, August, even September is okay. You know, we don't prefer to get into September, <clears> but <throat> actually, one thing that we found out this year was that if you have uh, an expensive, basement suite or apartment or, mm -hmm. you know, something, something that doesn't cost a lot. September 1st is a great time to attract students. Yes. So yeah, we had a, a, we don't normally have September 1st vacancies, but we had one come up and um, because a tenant had broke her lease. Yep. And so we were trying to find somebody to replace her. And um, you know, we had given her kind of the warning that it may take a while, like this isn't the ideal time of year. Mm -hmm. And then I advertised it and it was like the most insane amount of applications I had ever received. And it was like 95% students looking for Did we, did we sign a student? Uh, yes. We did? Yeah. 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 So a little tidbit of information there. Yeah. So if you have a great student kind of <clears throat> a place that would be great for students, that mm -hmm. September 1st is super ideal. So if you, what, what are, what is our plan for, for when we start advertising this? Are we doing a six month lease? Are we doing a 18 month lease? Are yeah, we going to try know, and, we are never, we going to try and line it up for the summer? Yeah. We never really, um, we haven't discussed that yet. I was just hoping you take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I take care of shit. Um, yeah, so this one, our tenant is actually breaking her lease. Like I said, she's been here just over four years. She had just resigned in she's not August. She's breaking her lease. We are allowing her. We to are allowing the lease. her to terminate the lease. Yeah. <clears throat> so we gave her the option to either break it, and she's responsible for rent you mean until abandon, and yeah. uh, she's responsible for rent until we find a replacement. Or we gave her um, another option. She's been a fantastic tenant and she had a situation and we don't normally, we don't normally, you know, negotiate with this kind of stuff. Like if some- <laughs> I thought you were going to say terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it- <laughs> Oh, Wayne. But we don't, we don't normally, like you're responsible for it. You know, you've signed a lease, you're responsible for it. But what we actually did was offered an early termination fee. So I can't remember what that ended up equaling, but... I think it was one month, one no. month less utilities and pet fees. Yeah, um, but it also included because she's moving out mid-month at like in... Yeah, anyways. So she's paid, she's paid for the remainder of this month. So she's moving out today. today. She's paid for the... Rem she's already paid for October and then she's paying a penalty equal to her base rent. Yeah. Um, excluding utilities and uh, and pet fees. So that way we have possession today. Ideally, it's all in good condition and we can potentially fill it for November 1st. But worst case scenario, we're covered until, we're December, covered 1st. until December 1st. So that way we're not losing any money. Yeah. Um, and the reason we did that was because of the time of year. Yeah. Um, the limited amount of prospects in the pool um, is going to make it very difficult. But uh, yeah. Normally, I, I I would push for two months mm -hmm. because, but she's just because it's just gonna. We don't want it to cost us money. That's her responsibility to yeah. to uphold her end of the agreement that mm -hmm. we signed. Um, however, she was a great tenant, so we felt really difficult. Like we felt really bad about this, and it was really difficult. Um, but at the end of the day, we're not going to lose money. It doesn't matter how 
get up a person she is. We're not going to lose money. This is our business and we treat it like a business. So yeah. But I feel confident. Yeah, we're I, and you need to remember that as a landlord, like you're not responsible for people's situations. You're yeah. just simply not. Like, do you think that the bank cares when you lose your job and you can't pay your mortgage? Mm-hmm. No, they don't. I mean, they might give you like a payment holiday or something like yeah. that. But at the end of the day, like you are responsible for your life. You're responsible for your decisions, your circumstances, your situations. And you can't put that on other people. Like people aren't just going to be like, oh, don't worry. Don't pay your cell phone bill. Don't pay your your rent or your mortgage or your car payment. Like mm-hmm. none of those institutions care what your situation is. You are responsible for your life. And that's the same thing for your business as a landlord. Your tenant is responsible for their life. You do not need to pick up their pieces. Can I put you on the spot a little bit? Oh, sure. Um, I do remember conversations in the past that we've had where where you have thought otherwise. Yeah. Back, you know, before, you know, this was as I'm easy. I'm human. As, I have a huge heart. Because people the people see that and, and they're yeah. like, oh, you know, I will get questions because people talk very highly of you um, with me. And they say, how, how is she so, like, how did you get her? And I didn't get her, like, on board like this. I mean, she she did it all on her own. Um, but a lot of people say, like, I wish my partner was, was more involved. I wish my partner was more like your partner. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I remember us having these conversations and it was very difficult for you early on Mm -hmm. because you're, you felt terrible Mm -hmm. that you were doing this to these people. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm glad you kind of, you, you find, you can't, you came around, but I, I know you still do care about it. Um, I do care. Like, you know, we're human, you guys, like, of course we can feel bad about somebody's situation or circumstance, but at the end of the day, I, you know, I think there was an aspect of, you know, when we first started like that kind of, um, I, I get, I could have been a bit naive as well. You know what I mean? Like just thinking that it's all rainbows and lollipops and, you know, not really being fully exposed to, you know, life experiences and stuff. We've been in this for a while. I'm still fairly young. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think just that I've grown a lot and I've seen it all happen and I've seen it happen over and over again where tenants have made shitty decisions or, mm-hmm. you know, those types of things. And I just learned that, like, it's it's always going to happen. Somebody's going to have something come up. Mm -hmm. And that at the end of the day, we have our family to feed. We have, you know, like if they don't pay and we end up with a vacancy that's coming out of our reserve fund, which is our money. That's $2,000 of our money. Yeah. And yes, we have a reserve fund in place for situations like that. Yes, we have our, you know, we've mitigated our risks and all those types of things. We've put measures in place. But at the end of the day, that is our money. That is our family. That's our life. Mm -hmm. And why am I responsible for what's happening to them? I'm not. At the end of the day, I'm not. I have given these people a safe, clean place to live. I have taken care of repairs. Mm -hmm. I've made sure that they're comfortable, that everything works. And that was my responsibility. It's not to pay when they have something happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. And when I think when you have one tenant, it's it's very easy to just be like, you know, uh, emotionally connected to them and like, well, why can't I, you know, I have a reserve for this and I can definitely do that. And, and I don't have to be a bad person. I could be a good person. But once you start expanding your portfolio and you got 12 or then you got like a hundred tenants, it's it's one thing to be connected to one person and to inherit their problems. It's another thing to be connected to a hundred people, and there's a hundred different problems, and you cannot inherit all of their their problems. Mm-hmm. Your life is your life. Your decisions are your decisions. Their decisions are their decisions, and they need to make good decisions in order to ensure that they're not being, you know, uh, that that they're not going against their lease or anything else in life. Um, and their bad decisions are not your bad decisions. You make great decisions. You you invest in real estate. You know you 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 are constantly developing and growing and becoming the best version of yourself. Your tenants typically aren't, and their bad decisions are not your bad decisions. Okay, and you have to treat it like a business. Try and find a happy you know middle ground if you can, right? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I I promise you, if you're always extending a hand and and bending the rules for your tenants, it will affect your bottom line. It will affect your family. And it actually makes things a lot harder for you um, emotionally as you, as, as you go along. And I know we're running out of time, but one thing to add to that is that 
um, say it's not that they're, you know, abandoning their lease or whatever, say that's not the situation, but maybe they're late on rent or, you know, something else has come Mm up. When you extend your hand once, you are telling them that it's okay. And that the next time something happens to them, you'll do that again for them. And all of a sudden you have tenants walking all over you and you have lost control. You have lost your position. And next thing you know, you're running a shit business (laughs) Mm -hmm. because, you know, you've told, you've set the expectation. You've told them that it's okay and that they can do that Mm -hmm. and that, oh, you know, pay your cell phone bill before you pay rent. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when they're like in a situation, they're like, oh, well, you know, my landlord was okay with it last time. So I should really pay, you know, make sure that my cell phone bill is paid and that I have, you know. Yeah. That I can still go out for that dinner with my friends, my landlord will understand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, those are definitely the examples of like just um, irresponsible tenants, yeah. and and I, I feel like I'm rewinding, and because we already finished, you know, this 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 statement earlier, but um, there are also tenants that just don't know. Yes, uh, but going back to the whole uneducated thing. Um, tenants and landlords being uneducated, uh, most tenants have no idea what the access, you know, they're 17. We didn't when we were renting, we had no clue. Yeah. 17, 18, 20 years old. Do you think that you're going to go and pull out the residential tenancy act and, and read through that thing? No. I mean, but parents, if you have kids that are entering the renting world, get them to read the act and know their rights as a tenant and responsibilities. Yeah. Because I, as we were talking about that and all these little pieces are linking together for me um, because you talked about the house that we moved into the, the, yeah. the suite that we moved into <laughs> on New Year's Eve. And I remember that property mm-hmm. and I remember how that ended. Mm-hmm. You we remember more. We broke Morris. our lease and we had no idea. We were just like, we gave him two months notice. Like, we bought a good. house. We bought a house. And he was like, uh, no. <laughs> and I, 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 it's, it's, there's some holes in this, in, in, in my memory on how it all played out, but we had a verbal or a text confirmation that he was okay with it. Okay, no problem. Was was something, it was, it was very similar to that. And then when it came to moving out, and we moved out, oh, so I think we offered to help find him we a did, suitable replacement. We did find him a replacement. And we found him an amazing replacement. I don't, I don't know how, I, I, we didn't know how we were doing, but we found someone, they loved it, sweet, young girl or something along those lines and he said thank you and everything was good and we told them when we were leaving and they were gonna be moving in the day after it was all perfectly lined up and then uh i remember i was in a about a week or two later i was in a course and um al if you're still listening that was when um i took my liquid penetrant course i remember (laughs) um and i'm sitting in it and my phone is just vibrating on my leg and I, you can't pull your phone out in the middle of a course. And it's just vibrating and vibrating. And, vibrating. and then eventually I, I go out uh, into the hallway um, during break and I see a ton of missed calls. And Gabby called me and said that our bank account was in the negative because he used one of the last checks, the post-data checks. And we didn't know what to do. And Gabby's crying and everything else. And well, that was big for like to lose whatever it was, 1500 bucks, like as young kids who just bought a, their first house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was a huge hit. Yeah. 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 That was, uh, it was pretty stressful. And then we went to the bank and we're talking to the bank manager and just, we just had no idea. That was, that's the point. We had zero clue on what the heck was going on and what we're responsible for. And, and his, his statement was that the other people weren't moving in for a month. So he was charging us for it. Um, I don't know if he was savvy or not, um, on the whole landlord process and the laws, but, um, but ultimately, you know, we just, we didn't know. We don't know what we don't know. And your tenant isn't always necessarily out to get you. Sometimes yeah. they just don't naive. know and, and they're naive. But um, early move out requests, summarize, uh, we, we do allow, but within reason. We do not negotiate. We do not negotiate <laughs> with terrorists. Sorry, that was, yeah, we do not negotiate with terrorists. Um, Case by case. Case by case. We try not to bend the rules too, too much. Going back to what we said earlier, like once you start bending the rules, you know, that's when it starts eating up your energy. Mm-hmm. I I can't stand it. I When Gabby comes to me and says, should we do this? I'm like, no, do this. I make a fast decision because once I start spending energy on that, it's taking me away from the other things that are important to me. I have so many different things going on. I have no time for the shit 
no, that is the way that it is. If it costs us money, it doesn't, I don't care. If it costs us 500 bucks, it's part of business, the cost of doing business. Treat it like that. Swear to God, you'll be great. I swear to God, you'll grow. The second you start bending rules, that's when you start thinking about it. Oh, we should word it this way. Oh, what it would just wait for the response. It's going to eat away at you. Anyways, I digress. All right, folks. Uh, we had no callers in today, so no giveaway. Sucks to be you. No winner today. Um, but if you want to, like, if like, it's a three, it's a free 30 minute coaching call. It's call in next time, for goodness sake. <laughs> um, we got prizes every day. So get just on call the pod, in and just get say on hello. the Podbean app. All right. Get on the Podbean app. I know there's a lot of you watching on Facebook Live right now. You just download that app. You can listen live. There's call ins and there's texts and stuff like that. And you can throw us, toss us hearts and whatever else. <laughs> um, but just it's please a, like us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty sweet platform. I know it's going to take some take some time to get people really on that but um uh yeah and uh hey share the share this podcast on facebook and instagram please please yeah help us grow um, our audience yeah we're not charging you this is free shit so just do us a show favor. us some love show us some love <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah today um you're going to pick up some stuff walkout inspection walkout inspection uh, our flip's going to be finished today uh (laughs) and then monday morning we literally we line this up perfectly our contractor's going to go from this job i think he's going in just do painting touch-ups on the weekend he's literally going over to the next job on monday Mm -hmm. starting that one we're doing demo so we're getting uh we got to order up that bin yeah make a note of that (laughs) we got to order up that bin and uh get that ready for demo and then uh yeah just a pretty pretty chill weekend um oh god i bet you i i promise you I should take a selfie of me just being super lazy on the couch this weekend. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> I know it. Uh, if you guys are interested in that mastermind, you know, send me a message. Um, I'm curious, um, you know, if anyone's interested in doing something like that every weekend, weekly mastermind, kick some asses. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, thanks, guys. We'll see you guys on uh, Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.